Welcome back to the Clear Your Mindset podcast. I have been taking the past week to um, take care of myself quite a bit more. And with that is also taking care of my home. And I started to really realize the power of connecting with the space around you. Now, many of you know, because this is just a part of the teachings when I teach minimalism, is that your home reflects everything about you. It reflects your values, it reflects your mental state, your emotional state, everything is affected and shown through your place. And I really want to stress that today because I have had in the past week such a wonderful experience with my home that honestly, I don't think I have really experienced before. And um, I'm very lucky that I have a space that is entirely to myself so that I can really explore what energy and what vibration feels best in my own space. Now, for those of you that aren't aware of why having your space together is so important for your mental well-being other than, you know, oh, being being clean or being tidy, it, it looks nice, it feels nice, whatever. Yes, of course, there's that aspect. There's the aspect of, oh, well, if my place looks good, then I don't have to stress when I'm having people over and I'm not walking on Legos or whatever's on the floor. And that's an awesome part of it. I think, uh, funny enough, one of my biggest motivators to clean before when I was um, a borderline hoarder was when someone was coming over. And sometimes I would invite someone over simply because, oh gosh, this isn't going to sound nice, but... (laughs) simply because I needed to trigger my brain to clean my house. So I was like, okay, if I invite them over, then I'm going to have to clean my house. Not that I didn't want those people over. It was just, you know, it was how uh, my my habits and my mind had been adjusted at that point. And so I, that, that, that was what was my motivation. It wasn't really about me, which I think in a sense really connects with everything that was about my borderline hoarder mindset, which was let me purchase things because I want to look better to others. Everything was about looking better to others. So of course, wanting to clean my home only when others come over had to do with only caring about my home because of others. And there was this huge disconnect with me and who I was and how I felt about my home. I didn't care about how I felt about my home. I cared about how others felt about it. Not valuing myself and my perspective and my desires and and everything in correlation with that was actually really damaging my self-worth. Of course, I didn't know this at the time. I wasn't aware of it. I just kept buying stuff and cleaning when people came over and just thinking that was life. So fast forward five years later, I am sitting in easily the best place I've ever lived in. Um, Is it the smallest place I've ever lived in? Yes. (laughs) And funny enough, I'm the happiest I have ever been living in a home. And uh, I really got to experience that this past week as, you know, we're getting really high temperatures here in Vancouver. It's reaching like 28, which some people love. I'm personally just not a fan of heat, but I also have an apartment that's like gets a lot of sun. So it's not exactly... um, the most enjoyable temperatures. I'm definitely a cold weather person and I'd like to do a podcast uh, dedicated to understanding why we need to value things like rain and stuff that we normally look at with a negative perspective. But anyhow, so 
I have this wonderful apartment and the temperatures are getting warmer and although I'm a minimalist, you guys know me and my plants and now that it's garden season, I have about 20 plants outside sitting on my balcony and whether it's tomatoes or onions, different types of lettuces, peppers, uh, eggplants, uh, pretty much you name it, I'm probably growing it right now if it can fit on a balcony. And it kind of finished this energy that I didn't realize I was creating in my home. Now, for the past, uh, for the previous year, not this past year, but the two years before, when I moved from Scotland to uh, Vancouver, um, which I was moving back, I'm not originally from Scotland because everyone asks, oh, are you from Scotland? No, no, no. I was living there temporarily, but... When I came back from Scotland and I was living in Vancouver, I was living out of a suitcase, which is an incredibly empowering experience. I think that if that opportunity becomes available to you, take it, do it, because you realize how empowered you are, how confident you can be, and how in control of your life you can be by having less burden on you. And and things are, um, they can be a burden. Um so anyhow, I came back, I was living in apartments and there was pretty much, I mean, if you look at some of my older minimalist apartment tour videos, they're very, very empty, which is great. I think a lot of people love living that way for a period of time in my life. I loved living that way. It was very neutral and there wasn't much of a personality in there. And I don't think that there needs to be a personality in a home. Um, there was a period of time where I really didn't want to have a personality in the home because I had gone through a separation with my partner and uh, a lot of the home had been represented by things that he cared about and the way he liked to keep the place, which, you know, there were clashes in, in opinion and cleaning and everything. So I needed to essentially create a neutral environment to, you know, if you want to use all these foo-foo terms of energy and stuff, then, you know, to let out the, the old energy of a relationship where there were two sets of values and just allow my values to come through. Um, and I also debated with, you know, am I going to leave here and move to Montreal or move to, you know, wherever there were so many places and thoughts I had in mind. And I finally decided, you know, I was trying to consider moving from my apartment, which was very neutral at the time to a new city. But I realized that what I was doing was I was looking for something. I was looking for home. And I think a lot of people with minimalism, we are looking for feeling more at home and, we can go ahead and chase that through traveling in different places. But what I realized is that I wasn't going to find anything by just traveling around until I understood myself a bit better. So in the past, I would say six months or so, um, I started to warm up my home and add touches of personality. Things that I would normally consider not minimalist, I went ahead and I added to my home so that I could feel more of the energy and the joy that I wanted to feel with things that I obviously value, I want to have for a long time, I want to take care of, but aren't necessarily necessities in order to function and live in your space. One of the major ones for me, which, you know, if you'd asked me if I would ever purchase this, say, two years ago, I would have said, no, that's useless, is throw pillows. Having a couple throw pillows with plant designs on them, and I keep them on the bed, and I keep them on the couch. And I, I know it's a little thing, but it 
helps so much with bringing personality into my space and it makes me so happy to look at them every day and to care for them and fluff them up and take the time that it really helped me kind of feel like, oh, this is something that brings me joy, is an important part of connecting. Really a lot of uh, plants, as I keep mentioning here, end up being a huge part of that because they're living things and the way that you take care of them really shows how you take care of yourself because when we're looking at a space that is poorly taken care of it reminds us that we are not taking care of ourselves when I lived in my old apartments that you know when I was again a borderline hoarder I was first of all very stressed out but there were always lots of areas of my home whether it was a chair you know everyone has that chair that the clothes pile up on I haven't had that in five years and I'm so proud, genuinely proud of myself for that. Um, But you know, we have these areas of our home that just kind of end up being to do areas. Oh, I got to get to that later. I got to do that later. And when you're seeing that constantly, when you come into your home and see all of this unfinished business, all of this clutter, all of these things that don't represent you, but you just don't know, you know, I got to get to that eventually. Oh, there's all those books I don't read. And I got to let go of them eventually. And it's all of this stuff that you have to do. It can make you feel like you're lacking, like you're not doing enough. Um, and that can essentially kind of make you feel like you're being unproductive, um, and having a lower sense of, of valuing yourself. Um, now I know that's not the case for everybody, but that's my experience, experiences with my clients. Um, and you know, it's a, a really big part of, of mindset. Again, minimalist, Minimalist Mindset for Beginners, just so you know, is still a free ebook I have on my website, clearyourmindset.com. But those five questions that I talk about in there are really so important because everything we do in this life connects to how we feel about ourselves and the perspective that we put on the life that we're living. So my biggest transformation really came from eliminating these areas of my home or at least reducing them, uh, that were these to-do areas, these things that needed to get done someday, eventually, maybe, (laughs) and just have them done. Because it started to trigger this habit in my mind of any time I saw something that needed to get done, rather than, you know, if I got it done in that moment, it would take me five minutes. If I allowed it to accumulate, then it would probably end up taking me an hour because it would be, you know, having left it 10 or 15 times over and then now you have this larger chunk of time you have to dedicate to an area to clean it up and that is a lot more intimidating but taking care of things right away it remains small it remains simple it can be a part of your daily routine and then when you get to you know say you do that at night you wake up in the morning you have a home that you really value so I have a habit in my morning routine, if you guys listen to my previous podcasts on my, my morning routine, um, I have a habit of making sure that my home energy is all taken care of. Uh, and that is whether it's doing dishes, making sure my diffuser is running, making the bed, fluffing the pillows, cleaning off all the surfaces. I try and do a fair amount of this the night before, but sometimes I just take the time in the morning to get it done. And then, uh, yeah, now I have this whole garden, which, you know, it's 20 plants. It's a lot to take care of, but I do that in the morning. I take 15 minutes to go through, prune certain things, water everybody, make sure it's all good. 
And then yesterday I sat on my couch and I had no plans for the rest of my routine. I was just planning on, I don't know, going on the computer or whatever. And I caught myself staring out the window and realizing that my entire home was taken care of, that there was nothing in my home that was calling for my attention. And in a weird way, by not having to give any more energy from myself to my home, it felt like all of the energy I had put into my home was coming back to me. Having a space where you feel like everything has been cared for, everything has been done, it cares for you. It's a reflection for you. It gives you a peace of mind having to do nothing. And so, you know, before I knew it, I'd been sitting there looking out my window, staring at my plants in the sky and seeing my my beautiful clean home and just feeling so grateful that I had this peace of mind. And I realized that there are not many people that have this um, opportunity. You know, I'm also very grateful that, you know, thankfully Canada is uh, offering um, employment insurance for people that have lost their jobs. So I'm not sitting here freaking out about needing to get a job right away with, you know, COVID-19 happening. And I can just sit here and go, there is nothing that I absolutely need to do in this moment. I can just relax and be and allow my space to essentially thank me for all of the the care that I've put into it in order to make it where it doesn't feel like it's calling out to me to get something done. When I enter others' homes, um, a lot of people in my life are, uh, I would say, disorganized. Um, And I'm not going to say that's a a bad thing because everyone wants to live the life that they want to live. But I always find that they're stressing out and they're trying often to fix their home, but not by removing clutter. For example, I have a friend of mine who has a relatively small apartment. It's a relatively cluttered space. It's very full. Um, But rather than addressing the clutter and trying to eliminate uh, some of the things, she wants to change those items rather than reducing them. So whether that's getting a a table that's bigger or getting a couch that's a different uh, angle or getting a bed that's a different height, things like that, where the impact of just changing the item is relatively low compared to eliminating certain areas so that you can have an open space and open flow and have less things that are calling out to you saying, okay, I need this to be done do this subconsciously, clean this clutter, fix those papers, eliminating that that subconscious um, to-do list that's sitting there in your face is far more effective for actually creating uh, a relaxing environment, not having subconscious anxieties from your home, and actually having a safe space. Because Lord knows, when we go out into the world, there is a lot that we cannot control. If you have um, issues with anxiety, which is something that I have dealt with personally, then, you know, you know that sometimes things can trigger you and you don't even know how they did that. Um, but that's just a part of going out in the day-to-day world and just experiencing the, the unknown. And that's why it's so important when you come home that you're coming into a safe space. Now, again, I know that not everyone has the luxury of 
having a home to themselves. This is something that I am, again, hugely grateful for. And that's part of what I just sat down and really enjoyed yesterday. But with that being said, because one of the most popular questions I have ever gotten in the past, how many years I've been doing Clear Your Mindset? Well, it was Leah's Loft before, but this whole channel and brand. Um, The main question that I've always gotten is, how do I either make my partner or my family minimalist or how do I live with them? I always suggest don't ask the first question, be asking the second question. You can't make anybody be or do anything uh, that's not in your control. You have to find a way to live with them and often people will be inspired if you are happy. People always want a taste of happiness, and if they see that someone else has it, they want to know why and how. If you're going to go after someone and just go, you're doing that wrong, you shouldn't be doing that, they're going to look at whatever the idea of what they should be doing is in your eyes, and they're going to go, ooh, that's that's something I don't want because this person is attacking me for who I already am. It just never works out. So if you are living in a space where you have more than just yourself... (laughs) It's important to try and dedicate a small area for you, a safe space for you where you're not feeling any uh, trigger or anxiety or anything, uh, and you can just really enjoy your, your area. Now, if you're lucky, this could be an entire room, and you can be in control of that space and what comes into it so that you end up having a space that's not calling out to you with clutter and to-do. Or if you don't even have a room, there's got to be a drawer or a shelf or some tiny area. And I've had people even say, you know, I've had clients of mine that have had partners that are kind of intrusive with the amount of stuff they have and what they do with that stuff. And, you know, the person will, she she had a nightstand and she just wanted her nightstand to be hers, but then her partner would always leave his glasses and cups and all that kind of stuff on there. And so that's a conversation that you have to have with whoever you're with, that they need to respect at least one area of your home that you can look at and feel safe in and um, have that experience of not needing to do and slowly but surely expanding that if possible. Um, Yeah, that's really, that's really what it comes down to is, you know, you have to have that communication if you're living in a space. And I think moving forward, if I ever am sharing a space with someone again, there would be a very serious assessment of how they utilize their space, how they care for their their space and their things. And I think that's a conversation that we all need to have with people that we are living with or, you know, being involved with in any capacity. So yeah, I think that's everything that I wanted to discuss with this. I know it's a bit of an odd, um, ramble, but hopefully it provides some insight. If you have any requests for what you'd like me to talk about next, please feel free to message me on Instagram or leave a comment on YouTube and I will do my best to respond back. You can also contact me directly if you go to clearyourmindset.com or I think it's clearyourmindset at gmail.com is also accessible. So really questions, everything like that, you can put there. I am still accepting um, just like a couple more coaching um, clients. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. I hope this provided some value for you and I look forward to talking to you soon.